Around IT in 256 seconds by Tomasz Nurkiewicz. Episode 46. Kubernetes. Kubernetes is a platform for managing various workloads inside containers. Before I jump into a definition, let's describe the problem it tries to solve. Imagine your application consists of several components. It can be microservices, multi-layer application, or something else. Each type of component needs to be deployed on multiple servers. First of all, to support fault tolerance, but also to achieve horizontal scaling. Doing this by hand is quite problematic. Manually tracking which servers should host which components is tedious and error-prone. You need to take into account CPU and memory requirements of each component, discoverability, where each component is located, provisioning, like different components need different libraries and packages, scaling out and migrating from broken servers, and so on and so forth. This sounds like too much work. All you want is to deploy a backend, a message queue, and a database with some redundancy. The first step to tackle this chaos is containerizing everything. You may use Docker for that, but Kubernetes supports other container technologies these days. Once you have containers everywhere, Kubernetes can take care of the rest. Of course, after you write a ton of YAML configuration. This configuration describes your system's desired state, like how many instances of each container you need, what are their CPU and memory requirements, do they need any storage. Technically, the tiniest unit of deployment in Kubernetes is a pod. A pod is one or more containers running closely together on the same host. One container per pod is fine. Okay, once you've defined the desired deployment, you let Kubernetes do the hard work. It looks at your available hosts and tries to schedule pods among them. It makes sure that pods are evenly distributed and have sufficient resources. It also does some DNS magic so that pods can see each other. Finally, Kubernetes constantly watches over each pod. If something bad happens with any pod, it's restarted automatically. Moreover, you can define metrics that drive auto-scaling. For example, high CPU utilization of one pod may increase the number of instances. Kubernetes also handles deployments gracefully. Downtime during deployment is a thing of the past. The platform first deploys a bunch of instances with the new version. Only when they boot successfully and are healthy, it shuts down the old version. Clients won't notice, assuming your code is backward compatible. Canary deployments with a fraction of the traffic routed to a new or experimental version is also possible. Scheduling and scaling stateless containers is simple. If your application dies, it's redeployed transparently. Most of the time, you don't really care about out-of-memory errors or network issues. If they are occasional, you just let Kubernetes do the restart for you. Individual instances are expandable rather than cured. It's much more complex when your container needs state. Databases or message brokers need persistent, safe storage. In that case, you can either use so-called stateful sets or take advantage of hosted databases as a service. 
By the way, every major cloud platform has Kubernetes support. So you don't have to maintain Kubernetes cluster yourself. It's actually quite a lot of work. That's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.